0: we pop the what?
1: we we'll pop the bandle. What
0: does that mean? I don't
1: know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, man, how you doing? Yo, right? I'm good, bro. I'm good still, man. I'm, chill, I'm good, chilling. I'm chilling. I'm blessed. What are you saying? You good?
0: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm blessed still, man. I'm blessed. I'm excited to get into today's topic. But as always, welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. We're glad to have you listening once again. My name is Corraday. And my name is David. You can also call me Emmanuel if you want. Whatever works better for you. Um, Hold
1: on, separately? Why are we still introducing our names like they've
0: had nine episodes of us already? Yeah, there might be somebody who's listening to this for the first time. you never know fair enough, fair enough, you fair never enough, know fair you enough. never know, okay, so as we were as I was saying before, very excited for today's topic, and it's gonna be <laughs> in and around the topic of feminism. Now, I know what you're thinking already, two guys, black guys from south london, um you know why what right do they have to speak on feminism but everybody has an opinion on everything and you have every right you would fool (laughs) and you you would fool yourself (laughs) you would fool yourself by thinking that only certain people who have certain rights should be able to or or who you know so only certain kinds of people can have certain opinions on everything people are going to have opinions on everything hundred um and it's better to know what they really think As opposed to think they're on side and find, shockingly, that when you need their support, they don't support you. Big facts. Um, I mean, it can work the other way around, where you find that you don't know people's opinions and they do support you. That's Mm. pleasant. Mm. But it's better to just be informed anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, you know, we're going to be speaking on, in and around the topic of feminism today. Indeed. Um, So let's start right here. You know, we live in London. We live in the Western world. David, what are your views on feminism? (sighs) Bro,
1: feminism is ah, the narrative of feminism, you know, the ideology, um, the movement is just shoved shoved down everyone's throat, in my honest opinion, in the Western world, because it's like everywhere you go, they're trying to push this narrative of, you know, the strong, independent woman who doesn't need a man. And I'm just
0: like, ah really bro do you not feel like that's in response to how women have been treated don't for, get me wrong there's there's
1: an element of that in there don't get me wrong me there are elements to feminism i agree with and there are and there are several 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 elements i disagree with um but as feminism as a whole especially western feminism yeah as like as soon as i hear it i switch off or i'm just ready to go into debate mode because Like, you bring me certain arguments and, like, tell me why this is happening or tell me why that's happening. Um, So, yeah, when it comes to feminism, especially in the Western world, I I just don't have time. I don't have time.
0: Now, here's the thing. I've just Googled the definition of feminism, and it says the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of equality of the sexes. Now, you said that there are certain things you hear when it comes to feminist arguments and things like that that just immediately get your back up. Mm. And what I mean by get your back up is get you in a position ready to argue, fight back, get yeah. you, you in a position ready to, you know, um, resist. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing that I think is, is, I think only somebody silly would not be willing to um, agree, you know, is that Whatever movement you want to do, yeah, you need both the support of the sexes. Yeah, of you course. Know, God didn't create men alone. He created men, said, mm, this is not quite just good yet. Mm. We need women here too. Yeah. Um, and so he creates a suitable helpmate because we're, we're many people, many ladies might have been getting excited about, yeah, you need us. And it's like, well, you're the helper. Are you triggered? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love this guy. Are you
0: triggered? <laughs> now. Before you switch this podcast off because you're too used to being in the echo chamber, what I want you to know <laughs> is that when we say you're a helper, like you have to remember Jesus Christ had the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is often called the helper. Yeah. yeah. Um, You know, you, you don't make a helper for someone or you don't give somebody a helper unless that person needs help. Hundred. Needs help. And I think, you know, before we even go any further, I think what we can say is that men have needed help but acted like they don't and said that they don't want it. Definitely. But in actuality, Debride. they need it. They yeah, have despised yeah, yeah. the help that women bring. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's resulted in some of the feminist expressions we see today. Yeah. yeah. But now we're, we're jumping ahead of the gun here. Ah, you got foot on next from early. <laughs> we're jumping ahead of the gun here, giving you the conclusion before we've even gotten there. And this might not even be the conclusion, but this is this is my thought. Mm. Now, as I said before, you know, women need men. Yes. That's why you were created. We need you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, and if you've never heard that before, I need you to understand that women, we men need you. But men, uh, but women need men too. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when it comes to, like I said, with any movement, both men and women are needed, definitely, at least to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when it comes to feminism, I don't think that rule is is out of the window. I no, think it's not. you know, f- for feminism to work correctly. You need men on side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you you need men on side. Which and is quite ironic. Well, again, if we look at the definition of what feminism feminism is, the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of equality of the equality of the sexes. Fair enough. It doesn't say that fair it's enough. by women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Enough, it's just that's just what it is. Yeah, but yeah. you as a man, you get your backup. So I want to ask you a question. And not just you, many, many, many men are switched off as soon as they hear the word feminist or feminism, as soon as you hear Oh, she's a feminist. You already have a particular perception about her, especially in the Western world. So now the question is, why as men, at least from your own perspective, mm-hmm. why as men do we get our backs up? Why as men do we like immediately, it's like a a resistance yeah. to feminism because yeah. people listening to that definition would be like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's abs- In fact, that should be done. Mm. But why is there this resistance? Is it because of the definition itself or is there something else that is making us resistant towards now, feminism
1: i think when it comes to that it's it's a it's a very very multifaceted issue so different guys have different reasons for not liking the feminist movement my reason
0: what's the feminist movement cuz you explain what
1: you at least what you mean by that all right cool so feminist movement um it's tough because there there are certain elements that i agree with and there are certain elements that i disagree with but for me the cons of feminism Outweigh the pros, Mm. so for me, I have an issue with it. And you asked, what is it? What is the issues that I find with feminism? Mm. Like for me personally, number one, feminism doesn't deal with race. You can still have plenty of racist feminists, Mm. plenty of them. Um, boy, let me know. We'll we'll get into that one later on in the episode. But you can have plenty of racist feminists. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that there is a massive issue, a massive issue. Um. There's just, there's just a lot of problems, and I, you know, a lot of feminists that I've come across, um, because I've had the opportunity to be around loads of them where they were the majority. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that one. Um, but a lot of them wanted female superiority, mm. so not equality, they wanted female dominance. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, and it, yeah, for me, it's just whenever I hear that, or whenever people. Okay, another issue for me is that whenever people come and talk to me about about feminism, they're all talking about, oh, yeah, like, you know, I should be getting paid the same as a man. Why is it the very first thing you come to is money and, and, you know, getting paid the same amount? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? If you're really serious about feminism, bro, there's women in countries that can't even, they don't have food to eat. They don't have rights. Like... They're going through female genital mutilation, like bare things they're going through. Mm-hmm. But you wanna in your in your comfortable um house, in your comfortable, you know, workplace, in your comfortable school, yeah. you wanna tell me about feminism that only concerns you. Feminism should be something that's global, but a lot of people who talk about feminists, a lot of, you know, middle class to upper class white women yes. talk about feminism. Um and they only speak about when it concerns them or when it's something that impacts them. I've never ever seen them advocate for, you know, something that is in another lower economically developed country. Mm. And you know, I hear this common argument, Oh, but how can I fight for feminism there when I haven't when there's still stuff wrong with my own country? Listen, your country is far, far, far further along than where a lot of other women are. Mm. There's places in the world where women can't even leave their house without a man next to them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? One hundred percent. And you're here telling me about 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 um, the inequality in gender I get out of
0: here, man. Okay. Now, uh, I think it's very interesting that you say that because um, I will say as well that we have seen feminism presented in certain ways. Like the loudest feminists have not been uh, necessarily people who they they've we have gotten the impression mm. that they are anti male yeah anti-men yeah yeah. um we've gotten the uh, almost an impression of bitterness um and now here's what i want to say you know because a lot of people say oh well that's just how you guys are taking it no there 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 is a level of bitterness that you know even many women see amongst uh many uh feminist uh or lay feminist labeled movements Yeah, yeah, yeah um because Okay, anyway, let me just say. So there there is that, there is, there seems to be like a bitterness, a sort of anger towards men, a sort of like almost in order for us to to excel and to go to get higher and to get what we want to do, you have to decrease. We have to bring you down. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I think that that kind of approach, um, for example, that in in movies, we're going to get to it later, but in movies, you know, what we've seen a lot of in certain movies nowadays or in more popular movies is the obvious. Uh, presentation of women saying, "I am a woman. Oh, I'm my great. Days don't even get me started And it's kind of like all like, I'm "Oh, you're strong. Just. I'm powerful. I'm independent." Now it's all good to affirm yourself and things like that, but we've also seen like a kind of, you know oh yeah, well, you're just a man, you're just stupid. Mm. Or where the woman is the main character, the woman is, you know, which in itself is a feat, because yes, a lot of women have not been able to be main characters, they've only been presented in a certain way, Right. you know, they've not been allowed to be shown as the complex creatures that they also are, Agreed. whilst men have been presented as flawed creatures, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. he can be great, but he's also flawed, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. whereas women have always been presented as these paragons of morality, yeah, yeah. which many women are not. Um, And many women have been forced to... Conform to that standard, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a good thing. But the problem, like, because it's good to conform to a standard of moral paragonness, if you will, yeah, yeah. Uh, or moral excellence. That's yeah, a, yeah. that's a good thing. That's mm. what we're asked to do in Christianity, for example. Mm. Um, and of course, we don't do it in our strength. We do it by the power that God gives us, of course. Um, and the grace that He gives us. Definitely. Yes. So that's a good thing. But the problem is when women are forced to conform to that, and men are not. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so, yeah. in real world applications men get away with certain things, but if a woman does it, in fact, men are cer- celebrated for certain yes, things. Yes, yes, yes. But if a yes. woman does it, it's suddenly a crime. Chat to them, Ugwe, Chat to them. And I, this is not Ugwe, bruv. This is just like, <laughs> I've I've fortunately had friends who have been able to speak to me about these yeah, kind of shed things. Some I, shed some light. Shed some light, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I've also been able to notice some things or observe some things for myself as well mm. and so this is what i've observed this is what people have told me as well right um and so it's it's like that whole thing of you know men are being celebrated for this women are being disparaged for the exact same thing yeah that is not fair mm. so the fact that we even have female main characters in in massive uh billion dollar movies yeah, yeah. you know if if i'm correct i don't know if captain marvel was a billion dollars.
1: Nah, Captain Marvel actually did terrible. A lot of people hated that movie.
0: I don't know if it actually did turn terrible financially. I know in in terms of you know, public opinion it wasn't necessarily accepted. It was shocking. Um but it was it was it was a split. But anyway, when you have so the fact that we have that is great. Yeah. But yeah. when you have movies where it's like, you know, I'm so great, I'm so this, I'm so that, and men are being disparaged, you know, you're obviously not going to get the support of men that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's not it's not pleasing. Um so now before we go on, so I, I think when we see things like that, that disparage us, mm. it's like you excel in like, in spite of us, yeah, not yeah, even despite us, yeah, yeah. in spite of us. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, uh, I don't want to be a part. I don't want, I'm not going to help you. Yeah, It's like, you know, not almost don't bite the hand that tries to feed you. Mad. Because that, <laughs> that pays another whole dynamic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, of, course, of the of man course. on top and, you know, um, but you know, that's when you've got that rhetoric mm. of that, We are so great and we're going to show our greatness in spite of you. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, sorry, I'm not here to support that kind of greatness where you're ridiculing me. Yeah. And many women would get their back up at this point and say, well, men have been doing that for the longest time. <sighs> um, but like, if we want to get change, we need guys on side. We need men on side. Now, yeah, yeah. here's, I just Googled the feminism movement or the feminist movement. And this is what it says The feminist movement refers to a series of political campaigns for reforms on issues such as reproductive rights, domestic violence, maternity leave. Equal pay, woman suffrage, sexual harassment, and sexual violence, all of which fall under the label of feminism and the feminist movement. Now, all if not many of those things are good things. Yeah, yeah, of course. They're good things. Of um like right, up, or, or they are not evil in and of themselves. Yeah. It's what you're trying to accomplish in and of those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, for example, reproductive rights, now I know one thing that's been pushed is it's the woman's body, it's her right. Therefore, I should be allowed to abort a child. Mm. Now as a Christian, and if you're a Christian and you support abortion, I'm sorry I can't co-sign that you're, I can't co-sign that. We can't co-sign.: We that. cannot co-sign that I'm sorry to say 100. Like no matter how you look at it, you know it's, the argument that's often made is, you know, well this is it's not a human life, it's just a clump of cells. Mm. There are a number of women who are mentally affected, scarred yeah. because they have aborted. A child because they know mm. it is not just a clump of cells mm. it is a life yeah it is a child hundred you know what i'm saying and many will deceive themselves now i'm not saying that the way those women felt is is what proves that that's a human life yeah but i'm just saying they know as well yeah of course um but regardless of of how you want to spin it regardless of what you think you stand in front of a train you tell yourself there's no train there it's still gonna run you over and you will <laughs> die so despite what you think, it is a human life. Yeah, now, yeah, if yeah. you are listening to this and you have, you know, committed abortion before, we want to let you know that there is no sin in Christ except blaspheming against the Holy Spirit of course. that you can, and which some people would argue you can't even do in Christ anyway, but that's a topic for another day. There is no sin, there is no offense against God, there is no offense against people that you cannot be forgiven of Mm. there's nothing, Mm. so don't go feeling crazy and saying, oh I can't, I did that I'm a terrible person, yes you are are a terrible person, we all are terrible people, we all are terrible people, people we all have the potential to do horrible things, we have all done horrible Horrible things, things. whether we think they're horrible or not, to God they're all horrible because they're all sin so understand, there is redemption there is forgiveness in Jesus Christ Come to Jesus, submit your life to him, love him, have a relationship with him because he loves you and wants relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you won't just have a great life here on earth, you will get to spend eternity with God. Mm. There is nothing better than that. Mm. Now, let me swiftly step off my soapbox. I'm glad you even said it. Let me <laughs> swiftly step off my soapbox and let's get back to the topic. So that's what the feminist movement is. Those things that I mentioned off before are not necessarily bad things but what is the end goal is the question that's Mm. why i brought up abortion Mm. if abortion is the end goal that's a bad thing yeah and before we scream about certain situations like rape i want to point you to wwe wrestler titus o'neill his mother was raped he was the result of it and look at all the good that he's doing Mm. that doesn't take away the pain she went through that doesn't take away the injustice that she suffered Mm. but we live in a world full of injustice Mm. full of horrible things but what God promises us to do, because she's a Christian and so is he, mm. is to turn our pain into joy. Yeah. If we yeah, can only yeah. be patient and trust. You see how I've worked my way back up that soapbox? <laughs> I can't help it. I'm going to try and come back off. So abortion is a good example of where that's not, that's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That is not a good thing. Yeah. But that's what f- feminists often fight for. Yeah, Some yeah. feminists. It's not all of them. A lot of them. Even even if they think it's wrong, they think that the option should still be there. Should still be there. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if I can co sign that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, people will often just are just using abortion example, there are other things as well. Yeah, yeah. People will often use use situations that are very rare. Yeah. To say, you know, well, it should be justified. If it's justified in that situation, it should that means it should be justified for everything. Yeah. And it's like, Well, is it even justified in that situation? Mm. You know, are there other ways around it? Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um so okay, so we're saying that why men get their back up, why men don't necessarily support feminism, is of because course. it seems the, the presentation of it that mm-hmm. we've seen mm-hmm. in mass media mm-hmm. um, is 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 anti men. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about because there are different kinds of feminism, but let's talk about you touched on something before. You touched on racism within feminism. Yeah. And you were saying that feminism, at least here in the West, typically seems to benefit uh, middle class white women yep. more than it does any black kind women. of white
1: woman. So low class, middle class, upper class. Because even if you go to the low class level, in my opinion, a white girl and a black girl go for a job, more likely the white girl's gonna get hired. If they have the exact same credentials, the exact same experience and all that stuff, more likely the white girl will get hired. In my honest opinion.
0: Okay, but how would how would feminism better deal with that?
1: Boy, that's for the feminist to answer.
0: Because I'm not sure that's a feminist issue. I think that's more
1: of a racism issue. That's a racism issue. But here's my thing now, because if you're like, all right, cool. If you then want, because now you're, 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 you are fighting for equality of the sexes, right? Mm -hmm. So cool, you can have equality of sexes, but then that doesn't deal with the issue of race within that sex. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's my issue. So it's like you're fighting for equality in terms of your gender, but not in terms of race, because then you can have people who are still racist feminists, mm. and that's my issue. That's that's another issue I had with it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's my thing. So as to how they deal with it, boy, I don't know, innit? I, I think, don't know. But think, oh, all I'm God. saying is that 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 argument of a lot of Western feminists that you know are racist that doesn't deal with you know the black women in that category of Mm. people.
0: Mm. I think in addition to that as well is the fact that I think maybe one of the things, because shout out to our black women, you know, many of you are doing amazing, amazing things. Big man team. Um, We are seeing that many of you are, you know, ascending the ranks in terms of career. Mm. You know, you're, you're showing the world what you can do and all of you are excelling despite, not in spite, but despite all the odds that are against you. Especially because black excellence, especially because we acknowledge um, that as black women, for whatever reason, you have been put to the bottom of the totem pole, even though you're really at the top. Yeah. yeah. So, as black men, we just want to, as black Christian, as Christian black men, our Christianity comes first, but as Christian black men, we just want to affirm you right now and say you guys are doing an excellent job. Mm. And I even, and here's even the challenge, and I know it's not every black woman, yeah, we see negative expressions of we see black women doing negative things on what's that website where they're always fighting. I don't know if that website is world star. Is it world star? I think it's Worldstar. star. I don't pay attention to trash like that, but <laughs> you know, we see, we see negative examples, yeah, but yeah. like from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing overwhelming positive examples. And if you are living your life recklessly as a black woman, um, you know, Many of your sisters are doing better and so can you. So mm-hmm. we want to encourage you. And to the black brothers, guys, you know, I'm sure there are many of us doing stuff, it's just low-key. But let's also step up. Yeah. I don't want to say these black girls putting us to shame, but it's like, come on, guys, we can <laughs> right. we need to balance it up. Still. Let's balance it up. Let's also do let's do better as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think one of the things that would be said about racist feminism is the fact that many of the issues that are fought for uh, are issues that, like we said before only affect middle-class or affect more middle-class white women. Mm. And perhaps it's that there aren't that many middle-class black women. Mm. And so it's like, it's a feminism to go against what you were saying before. Mm. It's a feminism that doesn't affect every socioeconomic level. Yes. And there, and because maybe I could be wrong, because there are loads of black women at the middle class level, especially at our generation, like yeah, loads yeah. of them have come from working class and are getting to middle class because of education and they're yeah, smashing yeah. it. Of course. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't want to misspeak here um, and don't misquote me, but, <laughs> but, you know, maybe it's that, you know, socioeconomically, you know, maybe there are, there are more black women who aren't at that middle class level. Yeah. Fair um, enough. And therefore the things they're fighting for at that middle class level don't actually help people in a lowly a lower socioeconomic class yeah um so yeah man I yeah I mean here's another thing you're talking before about you know we've we've been saying intentionally you know so before we even move on to that racism within feminism you know, We'd love for you to join this conversation and tell us, like, fill in the gaps because we don't know everything to do with it. Mm. But we do know that there is, uh, like, it's disproportionate. It's yeah, not really as beneficial to black women as it is to white women. Black women are still disparaged. Black women are still, you know, what I mean, like, I don't think as as much of the fight is going into helping black women as much as it is white women. It comes so. like
1: colonism, uh, colony bro, whoa. communism, rather. Communism. So, it's like, it's a, in terms of you know, everyone's equal, but some people are more equal than others. Okay. It comes a bit like that to me anyway.
0: Mm. So like, we want you to join in the conversation. You know, you, you may know better than us as a black woman or as a black man, you might know better than us too. Mm. Um, But you know, you know, come, come speak to us about it and and let's add to the conversation. Yeah. yeah. But feminism in the West. (sighs) Okay. Feminism in the West. And this is not just feminism. This Mm. is a variety of different issues. Yeah, Yeah. But, ironically we have seen movements tr- transcend the west or try to go into africa oh don't get me started, and bro. try and fight battles that nobody ain't called you to fight nobody called you there nobody called you to fight Fam. these battles i'll give an example an interview was done um, with um nigerian pro-life leader and i don't want to butcher her name because she's i think she's Ibo Bruh. or maybe Hausa. I'm Yoruba, okay? Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm Yoruba. I don't I don't know. But her name is um Obianuju Ekeocha. Eke Eke Eke. I don't know. We'll I don't put know. her name
1: somewhere in it so that you can, yeah.
0: Yes, um, and she's a Nigerian pro-life leader, um, and essentially in this interview, there was basically, gunman, by the way. yeah, she's a gunman. What gunman means is somebody who's like very powerful, I suppose. She's strong. She's, she's, she's strong. Intelligent. Yeah. She's intelligent.
1: She's yeah. She's she's a boss woman. She's That's a what boss woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what she 100%. is. One hundred
0: percent. And um, they were basically saying that it was an interview with the BBC. If you Google or type, type into YouTube, Obiano Juake Ocha will. Put her name on there. Yeah. Um. This was an interview from. She's posted this July eleventh, twenty seventeen. It's called uh, her first and second name on BBC World News. Yeah, yeah. Um. And they were basically saying, you know, that you know they. African women don't have access to contraception. Yeah, they yeah. don't have access to uh, this and that. Um, and, you know, they are essentially painting it as though that lack of access is what's resulting in their poverty. Yeah, um, yeah. And the point that she was making, and we're talking about feminism here and the things that feminism, Western feminism is advocating for yeah, and yeah. trying to impose that on people of other cultures, for yeah, example, yeah. as though they are the... The saviors, yeah, the, the white, and white yeah, saviors have yeah, come to yeah, save yeah. you. Um, and they were basically, you know, they put that video on that. Yeah, they don't have access to contraception and they were painting it as though that's the reason for poverty. And, you know, our lady from Nigeria was basically coming back and saying um, this. Number one, you're conflating abortion and contraception. Yeah, Yeah. Second, 90 percent of African women, African women, 90 something percent, 90 something percent, which is the continent, not the country of Nigeria. 90 something percent of african women on the continent don't want abortion mm. they don't want to commit abortion mm. um and essentially um what the, with the westerns speaking about um uh, poverty in africa they were saying it was essentially due to birth rates yeah. um and the woman was basically coming back you know um obianuju uh, was coming back and saying that um there are many things that, you know, African women need. Right. The last thing that's on their mind is contraception. Yeah. They're thinking yeah, yeah. about food. They're yeah. thinking about education. Yeah. Et yeah. cetera, et health cetera. Healthcare, basic healthcare, yeah, yeah, And they're saying your your institutions are coming, you know, all the way to um, Africa to come and preach contraception to come and preach abortion yeah. and you guys are not looking at what their actual need really is right now. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. you're you're talking about and she made a really great point. She was saying she was saying that you know you're coming preaching contraception and saying hey you take this contraception you know this is going to be the end of poverty. Mm. Um, to summarize it and you know these women take this this contraception and you know they wake up the next day they still don't have a job they're still poor they still are struggling to find food. Yeah, and yeah. it's like your your contraception is not
1: and on top of what that. They day- even now, experiencing the side effects of contraception that none of the
0: people in the Western world told them about. Bingo. So, like, there's an even there's almost like a miseducation there. I think you know, she made mention of IUD and the implant. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. mind you, if you are using contraception. Be, be careful be mm, careful mm. um but she was saying that she was essentially having to console these women who were crying yeah because they as you said they were not informed about these horrible side effects yeah um and and i guess you know one of the other things that was said because we want you to actually go and watch it for yourselves yeah um is that um essentially you know the west keep pushing contraception as a basic human right and it's like you're saying that Contraception is a basic human right. But the actual basic human rights, for example, education, food and things like that. Shelter. Shelter. These are the things that they're lacking. Basic health care. Basic health care. These are the things they're lacking. And you're talking about this other thing, which is the last of their priorities is not going to solve any of their present problems, which is irrelevant by comparison, which is irrelevant by comparison. Mm. And what's worse is that you're presenting it. You know, we're talking about Western feminism trying to impose its ideals on on Africa and other nations. Yeah. yeah. You know, which, su- you know, anyway, you're talking about it as though, you know, this is the ticket out of poverty. Here's your solution, that guys. Absolute. Worse. But in actuality, the ticket out of poverty one of these tickets, the main ticket, education. Yeah, yeah. Education. Yeah. Infrastructure. Because she came the lady came out
1: and she was saying how she um the way she got her way out of poverty because she was born and raised in, in, in Nigeria. She said the way she got out of poverty was education. It was the reason it gave her the platform she's got now. Yeah.
0: And essentially, you know, by saying, Well, you know, I think the last thing we'll sort of end off on with this interview specifically um, was that you know they were saying you know this is a basic the bbc was saying this is a basic human right this is what you guys need yeah and she retorted according to who yeah yeah according to your western ideals this is a basic you know need yeah but if you actually listen to the people
1: yeah you know yeah.
0: that's not what they want yeah they are telling you what they need yeah do you feel what i'm saying 100 so it's it's like you know that's one of the ideas one of the areas where it's like you know Feminism, but you know, according to who? What what's the agenda here? Yeah. What's actually going on? Mm. You know, who are you actually benefiting? Mm. Or are you just trying to um have colonial ideals essentially yeah, yeah, to yeah. try and limit the population number? Definitely. You know, in the name of, you know, feminist, um and this is it's not just feminism, obviously it's other things as well. Mm. Um, for example, look at racism. I don't see color. Oh. You know, that there's an issue with that because it's like no, you, you no, we're not saying that you we should become invisible and who we are as a people should become invisible. Yeah. We're saying acknowledge who we are, you know, and stop, you know, what's the word? Stop not even disparaging, stop discriminating, stop treating um, us unfairly. Treating us unfairly, stop treating us negatively because of who we are. Yeah. Like don't say, Oh, I don't I don't we don't we don't see colour. Mm. No. See my colour, acknowledge what I'm going through, yeah, and help me out here. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Or like stop being, stop working against me because of what you see. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah. So the, these are the, these are the things we're talking about when it comes to like Western feminism, maybe even racism within feminism and like this whole idea of this is how it should be. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, just because this is how you guys have it doesn't... It's like the whole thing about culture. Just because the British do things a certain way doesn't mean it's better than the way, you know, I'm going to say it, Nigerians do things. Mm. Now, there are some ways where Nigeria needs to improve. Of course. That definitely. We all know, yes. 100% yeah. or more than the way Ghana does things and Ghana is improving and things like that. And, you know, loads of different nations, do you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to be careful when we become so zealous um, that we say, okay, we're going to go to other nations that tell you this is what you need whilst ignoring the things that they actually need.
1: Which the West actually loves to do. Like the West love to push their moral compass on the entire world and say, what you guys are doing is wrong and whatever when that may not be the case.
0: And so like we want to sort of go from here and transition into like at least two different types of feminism that perhaps you haven't really heard before. Mm. So for example, um, complementarianism, and egalitarianism. Yeah. Now, some people are looking at it and they're saying, you know, these are these are massive words. You know, what 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 on earth are you on about? Mm. Um, essentially, complementarianism. Um, if I've if I've gotten it correct, is essentially the belief that men and women, um, and it's, I think it's a theological view, so it's a view that comes from theology, which is theos is God, I think, and ology is to study, so it comes from the study of God, um, and the definition of complementarianism so is... So
1: effectively is this, complementarianism is a theological view in Christianity, Judaism and Islam, that men and women have different but complementary, complementary roles and responsibilities in marriage... Family life and religious lead and religious leaders leadership. The word complementary, complementary. Oh my days, yeah. Complementary. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't watch that. I don't watch that. I don't watch that. But yeah, the word complementary, uh, bruh, And its cognates are currently used to denote this view. Some Christians interpret the Bible as prescribing complementarianism and therefore adhere to gender-specific roles that preclude women from specific functions of ministry within the community.
0: Sure. And then egalitarianism is the doctrine that all people are equal and deserve equal rights and opportunities. Now, complementarianism and egalitarianism are often put against each other. Yeah. um, And sometimes with good reason. Um, But like, I don't even really like this definition of egalitarianism because it makes it look like complementarianism doesn't believe in the equality of people. Mm. That, you know, for example, what the West seems to be fighting for is equality of outcome. Yeah, yeah. Now, so, and and whether that's even possible is debatable. Mm. Um, but they're fighting for equality of outcome and calling that equality. Yeah. Um, and... So the reason we spoke about you know Western feminism going into Africa and saying all these different things is because there are some cultures which are more complementarian by nature. Yes, and there are other cultures which are more egalitarian by nature. Mm-hmm. The Western cultures, you know, the cultures within the West, yeah. um, is more egalitarian. Mm. It's become more egalitarian over time. A number well, of likes
1: to say that they're more egalitarian anyway. Right, numbers and, and stats sometimes show different.
0: And interestingly, well, yeah. And interestingly, um, this is many people scream patriarchy, patriarchy, is because we're getting away from patriarchy. Yeah. One of the things is that is because we're getting away from God. Um, interestingly, mm-hmm. but I do know there are Christians who believe in egalitarianism, so I don't want to make it seem like getting away from God is what makes you then go to egalitarianism. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but I do think that's had a part to playing it. Yeah. Um, but then the a- African cultures, by and large, and Arabian cultures are more complementarian. Yeah. yeah. Now. Many people who are feminists, or feminism, as we've seen it explained, displayed in the West, has been displayed more egalitarian. Yeah, and no surprise either, because that's what cult, the culture is trying to work towards—an mm. egalitarian society yeah. where you know whatever the man is doing, the woman also does. Yeah, right. Which, when you look at that on the surface, is not necessarily—it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not—it's not really a bad thing. Um, yeah. Um, Now, some would make the argument that, well, you know, women are only wanting to do those things that are more comfortable for them. Yeah. But there are certain jobs where you have to risk your life, excluding the army, because there are women in the army. Plenty. But there are certain jobs where you have to exclude your life, like uh, you could possibly lose your life. Yeah. You have to risk your life. They're not necessarily as honorable and women are not fighting for those jobs. Yeah. Yeah interestingly definitely they're fighting for the jobs that are more honorable fighting for the jobs that perhaps get you more money more comfortable and, which are perhaps more comfortable in some situations yeah um and some people would have to would like to argue against that and if you would drop us a message mm. at uh, at underscore the purple podcast definitely. on instagram yeah, or leave yeah. a comment on youtube either one we want to hear from you yeah, yeah um just keep it respectful but mm. say what you feel mm. um and so you know, a, a case can be argued that, well, it's egalitarian and feminism is trying to work to this egalitarian society, but it's not totally egalitarianism. Yeah. You yeah. know, again, that equality of outcome is that, like, well, we want equality of outcome when it comes to being a partner in a legal firm, mm. but do we want egalitarian, uh, do we want equality of outcome when it comes to working in sewage? Mm. You know? Um, and so we see feminism expressing itself that way in the West. Yeah. You know? Um, but is there a such thing as complementarian feminism? What do you think?
1: Yeah, Definitely definitely i think there is i think there is because you know you can be equal but serve different roles it's sure. it's, it's most and like you can be of the same importance mm. do you know what i'm saying but serve different roles yeah and that's 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 effectively
0: what it is i believe that that's 100 i thing. yeah i mean we, we we already see this yeah in in our even in our egalitarian society yeah you know in the sense that um even on, okay, let's take football for example. Mm. The goalkeeper's job is not to come out and score goals. Mm. Now he he might <laughs> yeah. he might go crazy and say you know this is a last ditch attempt, <laughs> or if he's shooting penalties, you know what I'm saying. But the goalkeeper's job is to stay in the goal. The yeah, defender's yeah. job is to stay you know relatively at the back. Maybe occasionally run up. Yeah. You know if they've got a, a corner yeah, to do. Yeah. Um, but relatively stay at the back. Mm. Everybody's role is important. Yeah. No one player is more valuable than others. Yeah. Now, of course, what we see is that, you know, perceived value and actual value are two different things. Oh, and I'm going to click so for true. myself, man. It's so true. I'm going to click. It's I'm clicking so for the true. Lord right there. It's so true. Perceived value and actual value are two different things. Mm. So when we say, yeah, some players are more valuable than others, they bring more to the team. Yeah. Bloody, 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 blood. But we've seen that, you know, a team who has a great striking, you know, a, a striking offense. Striking unit, yeah. They yeah, have yeah. a great striking unit. But if their defense is a shambles, Fam. that team can strike all they want. They yeah. they may still lose. Yeah, 100. Do you feel what I'm saying? 100, 100. And so just because you're going to pay, you know, out of your bum hole to, for Ronaldo, <laughs> you know, does not mean that, you know... Um, the defense is going to be solid. David Luiz yeah. is bruh, not also... Bruh, bruh, bruh. Why 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 is that, bruh? Because... Ronaldo
1: plays for, for Juventus and David Luiz plays for Arsenal. Yeah,
0: no, I know, I know, but I'm just saying that David Luiz is a defender, right?
1: <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: He's a defender, no? Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm just making sure.
1: I'm just making sure.
0: The fact that they play for different teams means nothing to me. But the fact <laughs> Some people are getting triggered right now if you don't know about football, don't talk about it. I'm talking about what you're going to do. But, you know, if David just because David Luiz is a defender, doesn't mean that his role on the team is any less important than, you know, Ronaldo's role on yeah, the team. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. likewise, with complementarianism, and I think this is one of the reasons why it's become despised and looked at as inequality. Yeah. Because, you know, if men and women play different roles within the home, for example, yeah. Because that's one of the things that was specified, they play different roles. England was very complementarian for the longest time. Yeah. And I think maybe in the West, what's happened is that the role of women has been so despised, mm. or so underrated, yeah, yeah, devalued, yeah, or you're just staying at home. It hasn't been respected. It yeah, hasn't yeah, been respected yeah. as yeah. it ought to be. Yeah, the perceived value, because of the sinful hearts of men, mm. has been, you know, ridiculed. It's been belittled. It's yeah. been diminished. Yeah, but the actual value. Is incredible. Yeah. The definitely. actual value is so great. Definitely. And so what we have today is even women looking at, you know, for example, if I'm gonna play complementarian's advocate, yeah, um, is that they will say, you know, oh I don't wanna just stay at home. Mm. I don't just want to stay at home. I don't just want to take care they of the kids.
1: It such distastefulness. As
0: if taking care of the kids and staying at home isn't pivotal, isn't somehow pivotal, lower. Yeah. Isn't as, somehow lower yeah. as if taking care of the kids isn't somehow pivotal to the future generations of this nation to come. Listen, yeah,
1: just touching on that quickly. I posted a video on my personal Instagram. Um, I think it was yesterday or, or maybe two days ago. And it was literally of basketball players and it's these guys that were receiving awards these guys were just like, and lastly, i got to pay homage to my mum. These ma- grown basketball NBA players in tears. You're the real saying, MVP. You're the real MVP. Like, all them nights where, you know, you struggled, struggled for food, you put clothes on my back, kept a roof over our heads. Women plays such a pivotal role. And a lot of the times, yeah, I feel like the how you said how um the role's been diminished is because there is an instant gratification. Mm. And a lot of times for men, the instant gratification is money. Yeah. It's paid. But yeah. with women it's it's you know a lot of the times it's words of affirmation and right. words of love. Yeah. And a lot of the times because they're sowing it into children, that that takes time
0: for them to reap what they've sown. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, just slightly touching the soapbox a little bit. At the heart of it is pride. Yo, 100%. At the heart of it's pride. Now, people are getting really, really triggered. It's like, no, it's men who are arrogant and things like that. And we are, listen, it's kind of like we say Black Lives Matter and people retort back at us, all lives matter. Shut up. No, all Shut lives do matter, but we're talking about a specific subset of people yeah, who yeah, are yeah. being um, who... disproportionately murdered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about those guys right now. So please refrain from... <laughs> saying such things if you look see this i was gonna say something else <laughs> i was gonna say something else so please refrain and so now when when we're talking about you know the role of women in the home for example yeah and how you know you know invaluable it is like it's mm. it's got you can't quantify the value of that it's so critical we are not then also saying that men shouldn't pull their weight in the home yeah of course that is not what we're saying yeah yeah, yeah. so please don't don't you know, mishear us. Yeah. But what I am saying is I think that the traditional roles of women in the past have been so undervalued, so underappreciated, so unappreciated that we have women doing the same thing. Mm. And now how does that manifest? That now manifests in and it's so funny because it's still men calling the shots. Yeah. Be triggered if you want to be. But let's be respectful. Yeah. It's still men calling the shots. How do I
1: echelons? Echelons of power is it's men calling the shots. And
0: how do I say this? It's because you are trying to make women valuable by the value system that men, sinful men, have put in place. Yeah. Men yeah. are the ones saying that women in the home, you know, that just she just stays at home all day. What is she doing? How does it benefit? Blah blah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Perhaps it's been men who have been saying that for the longest time, yeah. and instead of you saying no, what we do in the home is valuable. A perfect example would be, you know, even though I wouldn't advocate for this, you know, that in you know, in previous days, and it might still happen today, mm. you know, women who feel unappreciated in the home, they'll just not cook. Yeah,
1: yeah. You see yeah.
0: how that man will starve, fam. He will starve if he he's a loyal starve. man. Yeah, he will yeah. starve. You see how that man will suffer. For Definitely. example, that's that was one of the ways that they would show that no, I feel unappreciated. Yeah let's see what happens when I stop doing what I do. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's the right way to go about things, <laughs> but that's that's a way that it used to happen in the past. Of course. But women are not doing that today. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's how things should be done. I have my own opinion, which I'm refraining from saying right now. Mm. But like, what's now happening is that what men have said is valuable, you're now trying to attain so that yeah. you can make yourself look valuable. Yeah. For yourself, mind you, of Serious. course. For yourself. So Serious. that I'm doing it for myself. I have something to prove. Yeah. But it's what, and, and you know, I'm, I'm speaking to the men here now and saying that, you know, we've, you know, men have messed up by doing that. Mm. You know, men have indeed messed up by doing that. I'm not saying women shouldn't work. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm saying that, you know, it's unfortunate that those roles, which are crucial for society. Yeah. You know, because perhaps they've been devalued by men. We now also have women devaluing it to the place where we have egalitarian feminists going to complementarian feminists and telling them you're not free yeah telling them you're still a slave to men yeah telling them that you're still a slave to um, this false narrative yeah telling them that you're still a slave to previous um outdated views on femininity yeah what what now yes there are some very um what's it when um there are some women who are essentially in captivity in their own homes Mm. we're not saying that doesn't exist Mm. but where complementarianism is being done right, for example, you'll have cultures in Africa, for example, and many people from the West will go to the, to the women in, the, in, in Africa and say, you guys are in captivity. Yeah, You guys are, you know, you're under duress, if that's the right word to use. You know, you are, you are being enslaved by mm. men. Mm. You should be able to do this. You should be able to do that. It's a basic human right. Mm. And you might find that the African woman will look back at you and say, no, you've forgotten your place. Now, don't be triggered by that. Don't be triggered by that. But, you know, they they will look back at you and say, no, like, we are doing what we believe our role is to do. Yeah, yeah. And we are happy. Yeah, they're happy with it. We're happy with it. Yeah. So there's that complementary that egalitarian um, feminism mm. versus complementarian feminism. Yeah. Where the West has this ideology that we are egalitarian, not all of the West, some of them. Mm. Um perhaps the loudest voices in liberal media. Yeah. Um we this is the gold standard, this is the ideal, this is how it should be. So now we're gonna go to you guys over there and impose that because we're your saviors. Mm. And it's like, well, they're not actually complaining about that. 100%. And it's not that they're not complaining about that, they're saying this is how we like it. Yeah. Those who are complaining about it, by all means advocate and help those guys. Yeah. Help those guys by all means. Let's also check the reasons why they're complaining, by the way. Mm. Because I do believe that there is forms of complementarianism that uh that sinful hearts of men have abused. Yeah. Where they're yeah, abusing their wives and they're they're using power play to manipulate their wives. And of course, it's not a good thing at all. Of course. You know, we're not saying that's good. Yeah. Um, but you know, where they're saying this no, this is how we do things, this is how we like it. Um, and we've seen the way you do things. Yeah, you have your contraception, but we've got other things here. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's right for, you know, egalitarian feminism or Western feminism to come and impose. Yeah. On, on other cultures' forms. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think?
1: No, man, I agree. I agree. And it's like, you know, it's this whole it's this whole thing of loads and loads and loads of people in Africa are happy with, you know, their morality system, how things work, um, and their societies and their culture systems. They're happy with how it works. They're happy with the complementarianism, um, you know, way that they operate in terms of the family home. And, you know, they are not fussed by it. That's what they've seen. And, you know, with the Western world, they've seen things that they deem to be issues of past generations and then they've worked to change it. Mm. Now, not every change is a good thing. Mm. Not every change is a good thing.
0: Before you move the boundary stones, make sure you ask the elders why they put it there.
1: Definitely. Uh, Ugwe, 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 I trust I, you. I think
0: I got that one from Ravi Zacharias and I also it was adapted you. from the scriptures as well. But I trust
1: you, I trust you. But yeah, in Africa, it's like, who on earth do people in the Western world think they are to come and impose your... Um, social construct views on Africa telling them that it's your human right
0: part of it is privilege and prosperity oh of course we're prosperous and now because you're not we have the power to tell you what will make you prosperous yeah even though in actuality it may not Mm, 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 in actuality it may not and I think I think that's the privilege of prosperity Mm. I'm clicking again (laughs) I think that's the privilege of prosperity Um, that if I'm prosperous and you're not Especially, you know, if you're borrowing from me and I'm yeah. lending to you, oh boy, borrower will be the servant boy. or the slave of the lender.
1: Boy, I'm, I'm, boy, I wouldn't use borrowing. I'd, I'd just say, you know, stealing.
0: But that's all anyway. um, so, another conversation. Um, so conversation, boy. So yeah, you know the the you know the co- sort of the intertwinings or the interweave the inter the interwovenness of culture and complementarianism within mm. that culture and egalitarianism and how these cultures play with one another or interact with one another is very interesting. Yeah. Now, we'll, we'll take it a bit more personal now without necessarily mentioning names. Mm. What's your experience of feminism being? I know you mentioned before, maybe not in this, but at school and things like that.
1: Bro, my sit form days, oh my word. Fam, I can't lie to you. That sit form that I went to, it did not help my stance on feminism. Just because that was obviously going from from a school in South London um all boys this was secondary school you know or like majority black like 90 percent black like most of them Nigerian people like me coming from an an environment like that um to an environment where now black people are the minority do you know what I'm saying there Mm -hmm. was majority white majority
0: girls like the secondary school was all girls that and... that the sixth form that you and I both went to yeah, yeah um it's it's secondary school was all girls yeah the sixth form was majority girls as well yeah they say mixed but what they really
1: mean is like maybe 20 boys if you're lucky and then 70 girls 70 80 girls so, which is ridiculous so you know that's the kind of switch and it was like it was a complete shift and every single day feminism 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 free the nipple wear whatever you want you know your clothes can be as revealing as you want it's a woman's world it's this mm, and that. not as
0: revealing as
1: you want but well listen well That's even even those, even the girls who went there would argue no it wasn't as even the parameters yeah even the parameters of what they could wear right the skirts they'll be doing skirt checks in the morning and stuff like that. You know how girls will be standing to make their skirts look like it's long enough and all them things there. And it was, yeah, you know, the narrative was just mad. The narrative was mad. From the head teacher to the deputy heads, all female, all female. I think the highest ranking male was maybe an assistant head or something like that. Sure. Um, But yeah, just the whole narrative that was pushed. And it's like these girls have been indoctrinated from early. So from cause there's there's plenty of girls who do the whole thing, so year seven to year thirteen. And it's like just hearing that narrative over and over and over and over and seeing how that played out in terms of treatment of students, um, in terms of preferential treatment treatment to female students over male students, yeah, I was I was tired.
0: Anybody coming <laughs> to me with feminism stuff, yeah, you can suck out still. I think what made it worse was perhaps the response to a a counter view.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my days. If you to didn't to believe view. anything that they believed, you were an enemy, and they had to silence you.
0: And that sounds very familiar because that's how a lot of Western media, particularly, I'm I'm not saying you know conservative media is not like that. But, yeah. You know the loudest voices that we seem to hear are liberal media. Mm, you know, mm, and there mm. are liberals, there are liberals who are per, they are they are better examples than some conservatives. Yeah. On how to have, um conversations Mm. with people who you disagree so we're not trying to broad broad brush it or broad stroke it and say it's all liberals no 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 um but you know in the media now it's kind of like you've got to say this if you don't say this you're bigger
1: yeah 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 yeah, if you don't say this you hate
0: some kind of you know identity you know class or group or whatever it might be yeah um so you know that school was kind of a microcosm of that at least when it came to how students uh would, some students would deal with things yeah and these students were typically very liberal students yeah and um, there were liberal students amongst them who were perfectly able to have amazing conversations with people that they disagreed with mm. but when it came to those students who were perhaps you know all the way on the liberal side of the spectrum, mm. um, you know, and were perhaps making certain decisions with their own lives. Mm. Anytime there was a counter view, there was always a not even a rebuttal. There was always a retort or a retaliation. Yeah, that was perhaps unwarranted. Oh, most definitely. There was a narrative that resulted in a retaliation that was that then became a thing of you know, be quiet. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. otherwise this will be your consequence. Because, you know, as liberal media will do, almost like with that Jordan Peterson interview, yeah. oh, you said this, therefore you are saying this. Mm. And then a backlash comes off of what they've said that you're yeah, saying. Yeah, their, their even assumption of what act, you said, yeah, yeah. Their assumption, their perception of what you, you're mm, saying. Mm, so mm. I, I think, you know, that was really what the... And then again, you know, a kind of undertone of a disparaging of men.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it was just... it was. Do you know what it is? A lot of people talk about... Um, What's that word that you use? Uh, misogyny. Yeah. A lot of people talk about misogyny and stuff like that. Yeah. On the contrary, in that school, I think there was an overwhelming sense of um, misan- misan- misandry. There were a lot of misandris, basically. Misandry is um, the male equivalent to misogyny. So women that just hate men. Um, they hate the patriarchy. I, I think there was a lot of misandry. There's a lot of misandry going on in, in, in the Western world. This is true.
0: Now, it's not to say that every woman or every feminist is this way inclined. No, not We've at all. We've got feminist friends who are like... Their kind of feminism is not the kind of toxic feminism we've seen yeah, yeah, in the media. Of course. Um, they are excellent young ladies. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are maybe feminist men that we may know as well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they are excellent people. So it's not every one of them. But sometimes the loudest voices can make it seem like it's a lot more people than it actually is. So true. Um, and so, you know, we've, we've spoken about a lot of things to do with feminism, our views. And, you know, a lot of it has been negative because a lot of it has been negative in reality. I mean, I, just separately. The thing about, actually, no, you know what, go on, go on, go on. No, what are you going to say? I was just going to talk about movies and, and stuff no, like that's that. No, what, that's what I was going on to. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you, yeah. You've yeah, ruined yeah. my smooth <laughs> segue now. You've actually ruined my smooth segue. <laughs> I was going to say, some people might want to know how do we, how, what are some of the ways we can do feminism positively? Mm. Now, women have been taking a lot of the charge of this. Men have been in support with it as well. Yeah. Um, so when we're saying that these are some positive ways you, you can do feminism, we're not saying, or we can do feminism or let me say we can do equality I think is a better way um, to speak about it um, we're not saying that these are the only ways and you should listen to us men because we're men and we're right yeah because that's what the liberal left was say was saying and that's mm. not what we're saying but mm. one of the things that I've seen that have made me come on board for example in certain movies that have made a billion dollars in recent years there have been scenes action scenes if you will where all the women would suddenly just happen to appear together and suddenly I'll quote one line She's not alone. She's uh, got us. get in the bin. <laughs> and it's just like get in the bin. And it's it's kind of like, well, that's high, that's awfully convenient, isn't it, bro? There was no, there was absolutely no need. I want to name drop the movie. Uh, I mean, we can name drop the movie. We can give our opinion. Bro, I think it was Avengers. It was in the Infinity Avengers. It, no, it was Infinity. in Endgame. Endgame. No, Endgame. It happened in Endgame again, where they were all just it random. In War? It happened in Infinity War, where um. Black Widow was fighting, um, you know, Thanos's yeah, yeah, yeah. female Minions. henchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, now you're all alone. And then, you know, one of the members of the Dora Milaje, which is, you know, the Black Panthers, you know- Gunmen. You know, their most powerful squad, which happened to be all female, which yeah, I think yeah. is pretty cool as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, cause they were Gs, they were bosses anyway. yeah, they were b- Like, again, look oh. at the difference. In the Black fa- Panther film, it wasn't like a, oh, you're just a man. No, the women were just Gs. Yeah, they, they were just geez. bosses, they were, they were, were just cool. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, a matter yeah. of like, oh yeah, I'm a woman, hear me roar. It's like, no, 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 no. I'm cool. And I just happen to be a woman. Yeah. It's like, I'm a boss. I'm about it. I'm about it. And it can um, be, and it also can be like, because I'm a woman, I am a boss because some things that you are susceptible as a man, I'm not susceptible to. Yeah. A perfect example is when a seductress comes to tempt a man. Yeah. yeah but yeah. the person that the seductress comes to happens to be a woman. Yeah. And the woman's just like, your tricks ain't going to work on me. 100. Boss. That's boss. a G. Yeah. Because yeah, she's a woman yeah, and she's yeah. not attracted to that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um. So. There are ways to present women, at least in media, mm. as bosses. You know, we were speaking about um uh, I think it was obi yeah I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten her name. I've yeah. taken her name down. But the Nigerian lady. The Nigerian yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the boss in the interview. If you oh, go she read was it. A G. Just because she knew her stuff. She just was a, just G. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. a boss. It, it wasn't a matter of, she, yeah, you know, I'm a woman, guys. And also, um, please acknowledge me because I'm also a boss, guys. Check, check what I did. I'm a woman. It's like. No, oh. I'm just a boss anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not not even trying to be masculine. No, you can be feminine and be a boss. Mm, do you mm, know what I mean? Mm, Which mm. I think there's been a disparaging of as well. Um, another example. Oh, go on. And, uh, yo, do your thing, do your thing, no, do your second, no, 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 go on, go so on. So basically, yeah. Uh,
1: another example is obviously I've, um, we've just finished watching yeah. uh, a recent series, um, Gangs of London. Yeah. Listen, I'd r- highly recommend it to anybody and everyone. Really, it yeah. is an amazing show. There's this ca- uh, character called Lale. She is a...
0: Boss, and she's not. She's a boss. She's and not masculine. She's not yeah, butch. Bruv. She's a feminine woman. Like she's and got
1: power. Like yeah, she's got respect. Like if somebody done her dirty, she got her own back. And it was like raw. You don't cross me in yeah. like, it. Yeah. Like there's there's ways to be a boss female character without forcing this whole narrative of oh, I'm a strong woman. Hear me No, Just and be that. strong. No, just be a boss. Now the People count- will respect
0: you. The counter argument would be, Liz, We've been being a boss for millennia mm. or let's say at least for the last for the last you know century yeah, yeah. we have been being bosses mm. but it's not been acknowledged mm. and I, I think because when we say you know oh we don't want this hyper like i'm a woman hear me raw, you know <laughs> what i mean like we don't <laughs> no it's like I'm roaring and I'm a woman. What are you going to do about it? Mm, do you know mm, what I mean? Like mm, that's mm. Because one, the point that we're trying to make here, because I'm going to get back to the counter argument. The point that we're trying to make here is that I believe men will support women. Yeah, yeah. Like men will support women if they're presented in a way, not that men like, but if it's like- That doesn't tear men down. That doesn't tear men down. Yeah. That just happens to, that presents them strong, anyway yeah another movie was the movie called widows i think it came out in 2018 Mm. or maybe 2019 Mm. it was a movie called widows um and you know all female cast no not all female cast sorry um the lead was female most the leads were female yeah yeah. and they were just they were just bosses and they were very interesting characters Mm. do you know what i'm saying and they they had depth to them as well like Again with um, Lale, yeah, yeah, you know she's got depth to her. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? You see her femininity on display. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's not like some hypersexual. It's not like some like super timid. No, it's just she's a she's just being a woman. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And she's also a boss. Another character. And, and we're happy to Like I I was in great support of her character. Do mm. you know what I'm saying? Like we will support these. These, you can present them this way and men will support. Yeah. Do you feel what I'm saying? Go
1: on. Another one was um. Carter at least from, we will support, at least. Carter from Black Lightning. So, Carter was the lady that Tobias hired, the black lady. Oh, yeah. She. Another G,
0: bruv. Yeah. Another G. So, women, like, women don't have to be presented as, like, this I'm a woman, hear me roar. Oh, mm. we're all women and we're all banding together. Yeah. Like. <laughs> It doesn't have to be that. Like when when we see that, it's it's forced. forced. It's forced. It's forced. forced. Like let it be natural. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Let it be natural. Now this is our opinion, but some people would come and say, "Well, the reason it has to be forced is because for the longest time, what we've seen in the media is I'm a man. Watch me roar."
1: But then, but then here's the issue.
0: And it's like, oh, you're, you're just purring because you're a girl. Now watch how a man does it. But so that's why they would argue maybe we, in order to get to that healthy middle that we're talking about, maybe we have to go all the way to the other extreme to pull to pull it closer this, to the middle. This is the issue though. You're trying to equate or you're trying to reach the
1: same level as a man to the standards that the man has set, bro. That's the issue. Do you
0: yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, just do your own thing and you will be respected. Be natural. Because when it's like, oh, I'm a man, so I'm going to do this. Do you think that's cool? Okay, I... I okay. Here's the thing, I hear some women screaming right now, but men have been controlling the narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not fair to tell us that what we're doing is unnatural Mm. or that we have to do it in this certain way in a way you all like it Mm. and stuff, because I'm sure many women would just, I don't know, man, I don't know. I genuinely don't know, because for me personally, you know, I like it when a woman is a woman and she's just a boss anyway. Mm. When a man is a man and he's just a boss, he's not, you know, or do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like uh, she's not alone. She's got us, yeah. It's yeah, like, yo, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> all of you just happen to be there at the same time. <laughs> I think maybe it's just corny writing, maybe that's the real issue. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. it's just corny writing.
1: I mean, no, I, I mean, do know when it comes to media. Yeah, every single little thing they put on the screen, there's a reason for it. Sure, everything. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, they just need
0: to stop that, man. Just be natural. And fam like it'll bang. It will bang. I think I'll round off with this. Um, you know, we've we've mainly just given our opinion and we want to hear your thoughts for sure. But I think I'll round off with this. Um, you know, I think the ramifications of the feminism that we see in the West, because it's not necessarily the only way to do feminism. There are many different kinds of feminists. Yeah. You yeah. know, we want to make that abundantly clear. And for the most part, we've spoken about certain kinds of feminists we mm. haven't spoken about all of them mm. but with a certain kind of feminism I want to read you um an excerpt from an article um whereby um there was a meeting that happened in 1969 this was an article written uh, by uh, Mallory Millett um and this was written in 2014 September 1st yeah um and I think what you will find that she wrote I'm just for, out of this excerpt is very similar to what's what we see today. And I think it's very, very telling of perhaps what we might call the feminist agenda or a, an agenda. Mm. Okay. Um, because we don't want to paint all feminism as bad. We do believe in equality. Mm. Um, but what we've been seeing, I think, is from what we're about to read, is very telling. Mm. Um, if you want the link to this article, hit us up and we'll send it to you. Um, it's on uh front page Mag um and it's in their archive. And so it says this: Mallory Millet. This is what it says. This is what she says. It was 1969. Kate, who is Mallory Millet's sister, and I think Mallory's passed away now, Kate invited me to join her for a gathering at the home of her friend, Lila Karp. They called the assemblage a consciousness-raising group. Listen very closely. A typical communist exercise, something practiced by Maoist China. We gathered at a large table as the chairperson opened the meeting with a back-and-forth recitation or recitation, like a litany, a type of prayer done in the Catholic church. But now it was Marxism, the church of the left mimicking religious practice. Why are we here today, she asked. To make revolution, they answered. What kind of revolution, she replied. The cultural revolution, they chanted. And how do we make cultural revolution, she demanded. By destroying the American family, they answered. How do we destroy the family, she came back. By destroying the American patriarch. They cried exuberantly. And how do we destroy the American patriarch? She replied by taking away his power. How do we do that? By destroying monogamy. They shouted madness. How can we destroy monogamy? Their answer left me dumbstruck, breathless, disbelieving my ears. Was I on planet earth? Who were these people? This was their answer by promoting promiscuity, eroticism, prostitution, and homosexuality, they resounded. They proceeded with a long discussion on how to advance these goals by establishing the national organization of women. It was clear they desired nothing less than the utter destruction of Western society. The upshot was that the only way to do this was to invade every American institution Everyone must be permeated with the revolution, the media, the educational system, universities, high schools, K-12, which is kindergarten through to to, uh, year 12, if you will, or 12th grade, school boards, etc. Then the judiciary, the legislatures, the executive branches, and even the library system. It fell on my ears as a ludicrous scheme as if they were a band of highly imaginative children planning a Brinks robbery. And then, I'll finish off on this. To me, this sounded silly. Now, this has become reality. Mm. And if it's not reality yet, it's becoming reality. And what I think is even more telling is the agendas that they said they were going to push mm. which we have seen pushed which we are seeing become established mm. and what is the aim what is the aim the aim is to make revolution a cultural revolution and it starts with destroying the family and we, we've already been seeing that that was ni- that was in 1969 it is 2020 it mm. has been what's that 51 years it's been fifty-one years, and we're seeing this in society now. That's when mad. when we see a resistance to the, to a certain kind of feminism, mm. which has been pushing exactly exactly what we've what we've just read out to you, yeah, I think that's incredibly telling. Mm. I think that's incredibly telling. Um, I think that's incredibly telling. Boy, um,
1: you lot need to take that one in, boy. You lot you lot need to you lot need to read that article. I don't think even think team. we
0: need to say anything. We just leave that leave that for you to, yeah. to digest. Um and, and we'll sort of finish off on this. Um, you know, we're we're Christians, and at a point in time there was a real like, what does the Christian do about feminism? Yeah. You know, what what's the Christian's perspective? And it wasn't because feminism in and of itself was evil, but because of the way, as we read out to you, that the left was going about it. Yeah. What feminism as as we've seen you know, in mass media, what it's represented and how it's gone about things mm. uh, and things like that. Um, and I think with the church, the church has always treated women better than society. Most definitely. Now, some people are listening to that and they're like, I'm not watching. I'm not listening to any more Purple Podcast. You know, I'm cutting this off. I'm not going to listen to any more of this. Um, but in the time when the church was established, they were the ones taking care of widows mm. who at the time could not work mm. and could not fend for themselves because there was no man in the home. Mm. Who were not? Who might not find it as easy to get remarried because yeah. they're older now? Yeah. The church was the one taking care of widows. God has always called for widows to be taken care of. Mm. The church was the one saying, "Do not be harsh with your wives." Mm. The church was the one saying, "Husbands, love, love your, your wives as Christ love loved the, church, the church. church." Gang. And in case you don't know how Christ lived, loved the church, who gave himself up for her? Yeah. Who literally died for the church? Yeah. Yes, we hear about women submitting and things like that. But the kind of leadership that women are called to submit to in men in mm. marriage is the leadership that serves the woman. Yeah. The leadership that loves the woman. Mm. The leadership that, yes, leads the woman, mm. corrects the woman. Mm. You know, it's funny. In my conversations with people who weren't Christian, Yeah, I've often found that the kind of relationship they want is a Christian one. Yeah. They want a man to lead them. Yeah. But when it comes to leadership, I've spoken with feminists and I've described to them what Christian male leadership looks like. Yeah. And they've said I've what a Christian relationship looks like. Mm, which has manifests. been and, and I've I've given them the complementarian yeah. view essentially. Yeah. Where Christ, you lead your wife as you are Christ to yeah. her. Yeah. She is the church to you. Yeah. You lead her as Christ would lead her. Yeah. You love her as Christ would love her. Yeah. And the feminist's response to me was well, who wouldn't want that? Mm, 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 mm. who wouldn't everybody who wouldn't want that kind of atheist feminist mind you yeah her response maybe you might get her on one day um her response was well who wouldn't want that kind of relationship yeah the church has always worked for the betterment of the woman the question is because some of us listening would be like well i don't agree that the you you guys you know you're You're enslaving your women. You know, you're having to make them submit. You're having to make them do this. You have to make them do that. The Mm. question is, what is better? Mm. What has the Western culture portrayed as better? Mm. What have Eastern cultures portrayed as better? Yeah. What have African cultures portrayed as better? What does the Bible portray as better? Mm. See how I works my way back onto that soapbox? (laughs) You know, loads of people will say, well, I don't think better is staying at home with the children and taking care of them. You'll find that, you know, A number of lawyers, female lawyers, they ascend the ranks quickly by 30. They're already at partner level or getting to partner level. Mm. They ascend the ranks quickly. And then legal law firms may struggle to keep their women through their 30s Mm. because now it's like, you know, I've gotten tons of money. You know, my husband's earning loads of money and things like that. You know, because more money doesn't necessarily make you happier. Oh, 100. And it's like, okay, I now have this baby. Yeah. I feel fulfilled with this baby. Mm. I feel fulfilled with my job too. I, I want to take care of this baby or I want to, there, there are other things like the point I'm trying to make here, which might trigger you. And if so be it, so be it, then come, come talk to us and things like that. But you'll find that, you know, you might be surprised at the things you find naturally fulfilling mm. as a man, mm. naturally fulfilling as a woman. Yeah. Do not just because the media tells you do what the media say and yeah. strive. D- yes. Strive. Yes. Be excellent. Mm. But don't think that the me- what the media, the secular media tells you will be fulfilling will necessarily be fulfilling. Don't, yeah. don't get it confused. Mm. Because what we might make the mistake of doing is doing what the Western egalitarian feminists do. Yeah. We are now coming to tell you, Africa, we are now coming to tell you such and such, that this is what will make you better. Mm. And you might find that actually what they're telling you you need is not necessarily even what you want. It's more detrimental. So, the church has always worked um, to the betterment of women, but the question is, what is actually better? Yeah. And I think that's something that we obviously the answer is God's way is better. But you know what? <laughs> let's let's leave you to go on that journey <laughs> and, and to find that out for yourself. So are there any last thoughts you wanna you wanna give? Nah, man, nah. I mean, just people like.
1: Really, really think about this feminism thing. Really think about what what branch of feminism you stand with yeah. in and you stand with you know what right. I'm saying? Absolutely like fam, not everything that the Western media will tell you is beneficial to you. Yeah. Um so yeah, just think about it. Think about it.
0: Yeah. And so we've we've spoken about that now. Um and you know, there are so many facets to this. There are yeah. so many things that could be spoken about. There are so many things we could say. So many things we haven't necessarily said. Mm. Um but the truth is as always this has never just been a closed conversation. Yeah. This has always been an open conversation where it's not just the two of us, you know, it's it's us two. And Mm. you guys, Mm. all of you listening. Mm. And you know, you guys have been great. You've been interacting with us on this first season. Yeah, man. This is episode 10, which means it's the end of the season. End of the season, Um, bro. But we'll be coming back bigger, better and stronger with season two. Definitely. Between now and season two, we'll definitely be doing some things to interact with you guys. Maybe some Instagram lives. You guys have, uh, there have been a number of you who've actually spoken to us and been like, we want something where we can actually interact with you guys live. Yeah. A number of you have said, yeah, we want something where we can actually see your faces, like do Mm. video and things like that. Mm. Um, And yeah, we're working on doing that. Yeah. Um. By season two, or even before season two, with some of the things we'll have coming out between now and then. Um, but you know, this has been, this has definitely been a fun ride, man. Oh, it's been
1: fun. Oh, we just getting started. <laughs> we're just getting started, <laughs> baby. Just getting started. So,
0: you know, as we always say, we want you guys to be a part of the conversation. You know, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on our just conversation right now yeah. on, on feminism? What yeah. do you think? Do you think we've gotten it wrong? Mm. Do you think we're out of order? Mm. Do you think we're bigots? Do you think we're, we're bang on correct? Mm. Do you think that maybe we, we could say more? You know, we want you to give us your opinion, not just of what we said, but your opinion on the actual topic as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as, as always, you know, this has been a, a really fun one, actually. It has been. As always, man, get yourself a little red, get yourself a little blue, and be a part of the Purple People. As always, shout out to the Purple People as well.
1: Love, gang.
0: But my name is Corraday, what a man you are. And my name is David. And this has been another episode, the final episode of this season, of the Purple, purple Podcast. Podcast, man. Your boys are out here peace love love love